I'm Dal Henry. I've entitled this podcast, The Alarm Clock and the News. Retirement meant I could destroy my alarm clock. I never did like alarm clocks. I mean, what a way to start the day. Just the word, alarm, has a threatening meaning. What does that word mean? Get ready for trouble. Watch out. Danger. Is that any way to start each day? The British are coming. The British are coming. Should we start each day as if we're going into battle? Alarm should ring when your house is on fire, when an intruder breaks in, when someone robs a bank. Given a choice, the journey into the day should start in a gentle fashion. Birds chirping, soft music, waves gently lapping at the shore. Instead, it's a buzzer, bell, or siren sound. I know people who wake up to the news, war, pestilence, and famine, mixed with weather alerts and advertising. And then, of course, there is the stock market report. How many of us need to know the big winners and losers on Wall Street on a daily basis? I can't imagine anything worse than starting a day with an alarm followed by the news. This podcast is an attempt to get us all to think about what we're doing with our lives, both the big things and the little. I don't know where to classify alarm clocks and the news. I put them in a big category, but I suppose for most they would fall into the not-a-big-thing category. In the good old days, news traveled slowly. A person might hear of a tragic epidemic, a multiple murder and suicide, or of a gigantic beast headed your way. News would be limited. You would take it in doses, spaced out over time. The rest of life could be lived in peace. But today, bad news comes like a daily blizzard. What are the results? Fear and anxiety reaffirmed every waking hour. Or calloused indifference. I like to take my news in print. I can read about it, pause, stop, start, and consider if I want to go on. I can also take it in my own space and time. I can, of course, never take news before lunch. At least my morning can be pleasant, without interference from politicians, criminals, or corporations inserting themselves into my breakfast and morning coffee. I'm entitled to read a few pages from a novel, listen or play some music, go out for a walk or bike ride, look at a few flowers or the sky without images of news dominating and staining my vision. I don't want to imply that one shouldn't keep informed about the community, state, country, or world. It is just the method with which I take issue. In a recent telephone survey, after finding out that we didn't have television, the interviewer seriously said, 
but how are you going to get the news? I found the question as strange as she probably found my statement that we didn't have a television. There are many places one can go for a news fix today. As for me, I scan the local papers just to check community-type stuff and familiar names. This only takes a few minutes. Then there are a couple of local weekly newspapers that are a must for local news and strong opinions. Then there's the digital edition of the New York Times. It's cheap, current, and digital. It always feels good to bypass paper-wasting old-fashioned newsprint. The New Yorker, Harper's, and The Sun serve as my magazine needs. As I write this, I realize my reading list has shrunk over the years. It used to include many more journals or magazines. Upon retirement, I made a conscious decision to limit the time I spent reading words written by other people. I wanted to spend a little more time thinking for myself. I skipped lots of stuff. I like the radio for lots of reasons. I listen to several podcasts. I guess they have replaced the attention I used to give to magazines. I try to select certain podcast presentations from a variety of shows, depending on the topic. Some of my favorites are This American Life, Radio Lab, Freakonomics, and The Daily. Then there are certain segments from All Things Considered that I select out for attention. NPR has suffered such a political beating and budget cuts, it barely limps along as a weak reminder of days gone by. Since spending almost one half of our time in Canada, we are used to having the CBC as a source of information. They have a particular evening news program called As It Happens. It reminds me of the way NPR was in the good old days. I must admit there are still some shows on NPR that can be very informative. I can get them on air or via the podcast. None of them are presented as news shows. So there you have it, my rant about alarms, alarm clocks, and the news. I don't mean to pontificate, I just want to rant and think about these things. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or stories to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.